Greetings, it's good to be back with you to continue the series, The Gumbo Faith of the Biblical Figures. It's not where you start, but it's where you finish. The last time we spoke, we spoke of the certainly we can faith of Caleb the spy. Today I want to continue speaking about the spies, but in this message, I want to take a look at the other spies that accompanied him on the spying mission. So today I want to talk to you from the thought of the enemy's too powerful faith of the Israelite spies. And our main scriptures can be found in Numbers 13, 1 through 4, as well as Numbers 13, 25 through 33. Verse 1 reads as follows. The Lord said to Moses, send some men to explore the land of Canaan, which I'm giving to the Israelites from each ancestral tribe. Send one of its leaders. So at the Lord's command, Moses sent them out from the desert of Paran. All of them were leaders of the Israelites. And we skip down to verse 25. At the end of the 40 days, they returned from exploring the land. They came back to Moses and Aaron and the whole Israelite community at Kadesh in the desert of Paran. There they reported to them and to the whole assembly and showed them the fruit of the land. They gave Moses this account. We went into the land to which you sent us, and it does flow with milk and honey. Here is its fruit. But the people who live there are powerful, and the cities are fortified and very large. We even saw descendants of Anak there. The Amicalites live in Negev. The Hittites, Jezebites, and Aramites live in the hill countries. And the Canaanites live near the sea along the Jordan. Then Caleb silenced the people before Moses and said, We should go up and take possession of the land, for we can certainly do it. But the men who had gone up with him said, We can't attack those people. They are stronger than we are. And they spread amongst the Israelites a bad report about the land they had explored. They said, the land we explored devours those living in it. All the people we saw there are of great size. We saw the Nephilims there, the descendants of Anak. We seem like grasshoppers in our own eyes, and we looked the same to them. Let the Lord have a blessing to the reading of his word. The last time we were together, we spoke of the certainly we can faith of Caleb. We talked about the importance of having the correct and right outlook perspective and mindset when God is showing you what he has for you. In the text, we hear the report or the account from the spies that accompany Caleb on the spying mission to scope out the promised land. These are the same men who saw the same thing, led by the same God, same promise, same enemy, and the same fruit that Caleb saw and experienced. But they came back to the camp with a totally different report from the spying mission than Caleb had. Now, I know it's not uncommon for two people to see the same things and have a slightly different account of what they saw. But most of the time, they're in the same ballpark with a few details missing here or there. But these weren't even close. Caleb came back with a certainly we can take the land report. The other spies came back with a report of we certainly can't do it because they are certainly too strong and powerful for us. They will crush us like grasshoppers. The scripture tells us, how was it that Caleb came back with a report of victory and these guys came back with the report of being defeated, destroyed, and devoured by the land and the enemy that occupied the land? First of all, I believe one of the issues they had was how they viewed and saw themselves, how they saw the enemy, but more importantly, how they saw their God. There are several key points here, and I ask you this question. When you look in the mirror, who do you see looking back at you? That's the first question. Do you see what others say you are or who God says you are? 
God told them they were his children, his chosen ones, the ones he delivered out of the hands of Pharaoh and out of Egypt. He called them his people, but he also gave them a promise being the promised land. He had placed a stamp of victory on their foreheads, but they didn't see it or remember who God said and told them they were. God's stamp of victory had been replaced with one of defeat. Do you know as Christians, that's what the enemy needs you to feel about yourself in order to defeat you? If you remember, you are a child of the most high God and you have the victory in Christ Jesus. When you go into battle or into a fight with that thought, I am a child of the most high God and I have the victory in Christ Jesus. The enemy at that point already knows he's a defeated foe. Caleb had that attitude, but what we can surmise is the other spies didn't. Because when we look in the text, the enemy already had the other spies seeing themselves as grasshoppers in their own sight. If you see yourself as a grasshopper, how do you think others are going to see you or treat you? Just like the lowly grasshopper you claim to be in the text, the spies say they are too powerful for us. And they see us as grasshoppers as we see ourselves that way too. Can I say this to you? First of all, God doesn't give mountains, blessings, or promised lands to grasshoppers or to those who succumb to the size of an enemy and don't have any fight in them. And let me share this simple truth with you while we're talking. The enemy isn't going to allow you to get to your promise or to your promised land without some opposition. In the text, the spies see an obstacle and some opposition that they must face before they can get to the promises God has given them. And their response in terms of their faith is, the enemy is too powerful for us. That's their faith response. This close to the land promised to them. And now they have encountered something that's keeping them from the promised land and the promises of God. And their faith level drops to zero. That kind of faith these men displayed will keep you from receiving any promises God has for you. Understand, oftentimes when God shows it to you and tells you it's yours, that's the moment your faith has to rise up to the level of your promise. That means your doubt has to go down and your faith has to come up. But we see in the spies their doubt level rose and their faith level dropped. Their doubt level making them say, but they are too powerful, but they are too strong, but the land devours people. Do you know you can butt yourself right out of your blessing and promises? When we read the text, these spies saw the same people, same fruit, same obstacle, but they also had the same all-powerful God that Caleb had. But instead of seeing the power of God as Caleb did, they saw the power of the enemy. Do you know when you succumb or hand your power over to the enemy, he does become more powerful to you only because you've relinquished your power over to him. The other spies conceded their power to the enemy. And when you concede your power over to the enemy, it stops you from looking, seeing, and grasping the I can faith. It makes you focus on what ifs, buts, and I can't, that's fear. That was the mindset, perspective, and outlook of the other spies who went out with Caleb to spy the land. They displayed the enemy's too powerful for us kind of faith in stark contrast to Caleb we certainly can take them kind of faith. Now, I know this sounds kind of strange. When we read what the Israelites said, and I want to go back to the grasshopper statement, we seem like grasshoppers in our own eyes, and we look the same to them. Numbers 13.33. Do you know there's a lot of Christians walking around every day 
with that same defeatist mindset, outlook, and perspective about themselves, being held captive by a spirit of fear, timidity, doubt, and depression, having been given a promise by God and doubting they could have it, they will get it or it will come to pass in their lives, walking and living with the spirit of timidity. Even though the Bible tells us God did not give you a spirit of fear or timidity, but one of love, power, and self-discipline. 2 Timothy 1 and 7. Fear or timidity is not a spirit of or from God, but he gives us a spirit of power, love, and self-discipline. Those are from him. In the text, the Israelite spies gave up their power, didn't display any discipline, and forgot all about the love of God that should have been deep down in their spirits. And due to not having that spirit from God, they came back to camp with a negative, defeatist report despite God being with them. They had come back to camp and given a fearful and timid account of the mission of possessing the land to Moses and the people, bringing fear to all the people with their bad report. We can't attack them. They're too strong. The land we explored devours the ones living in it. Numbers 13, 31 and 32. No God frowns on your unbelief. Understand this is the same land. God had promised them the land flowing with milk and honey. So how can God promise something to you that you see as something that would devour you as opposed to something being good to and for you? This is the same land that when they went to the valley of Eshcol, they cut down a cluster of grapes so large that it took two of them to carry it on a pole between them. Numbers 13 and 23. So we see they brought fruit so big it took two men to carry so I say to you, be careful who you get your news, report, and accounts of events from. Because a fearful, timid, and doubting account isn't a report or an account coming from God. I'm just saying. Fear breeds fear. Doubt breeds doubt. Timidity breeds timidity. But faith breeds faith. But something even greater. Great faith breeds great faith. Caleb had great faith. Do you know great faith encourages, uplifts, and assures others? But doubt and fear breeds defeat. These spies weren't breeding faith to the people. They were planting seeds of doubt, defeat, fear, and timidity to the people listening to them. So I ask you again, who are you getting your accounts from? In the text, the spies brought the spirit of fear and timidity to the people. Don't you know God doesn't work in or out of fear? He always works from a position of power, strength, discipline, and love. And fear, timidity, and doubt aren't a part of his vocabulary unless he's bringing it upon the enemy. That's how the enemy should feel when they know you're on your way to take the land that God has promised you. Let me close like this. What the spies fail to realize, and what I want you to see in the text, they focus so much on the power and size of their enemy, they totally forgot the size and power of their almighty and powerful God, the one who holds all power in his hands. Because what they and many fail to understand is this. The enemy only has the power you give him to hold over you. Twelve tribal leaders sent on a mission to spy the land. God had promised to them. These spies that went out with Caleb saw the same things, experienced the same things, same fruit, same mission, saw the same people, same land, serving the same God, holding the same power that they both saw God display, but came back with different reports and accounts of their spying expedition. One spy, Caleb, who went out in faith and came back with, certainly we can take and possess the land kind of faith report. The other spies left to spy the land with a measure of faith, 
but due to their unbelief in God's ultimate power, they return with the enemies too powerful for us lack of faith. Their mindset, perspectives, outlooks, and faiths were misguided. And scripture tells us this, and unlike Caleb, who through his faith was able to possess the promised land and enter it with his descendants due to his faith, the other spies, along with their descendants due to their unbelief, perished in the desert, neither having received the promises of God, nor having entered into the promised land promised to them. As believers, we must keep the correct perspective, outlook, and viewpoints. When the enemy comes trying to block or hinder you from God's promises for your life, know whichever viewpoint, perspective, outlook, or faith you choose to see the situation from will ultimately determine your fate. God desires your faith. He rewards you based on it. Promises received or promises denied, all based on your faith. Remember and be encouraged that victory is certain for those of you who have faith. The enemy is never too powerful for you. So now we can add the enemy's too powerful faith of the other Israelite spies to our gumbo mix. Amen? As always, we hope you enjoyed today's message. We welcome your feedback. And if you were blessed by the message, please feel free to pass our podcast information on to both friends and family. We pray that you have an awesomely blessed day, and we thank you again for allowing us to share a word of God with you. To God be the glory. Amen. AAJ Pod, where the passion for Christ meets the purpose of Christ.